today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, there has been lots of chatter over uh, time in regard to uh, Patrick Brown and his sex ed curriculum and where he uh, falls on the issue. Lots saying he flip-flopped on all of this. Uh, once he got in, and now the latest coming from uh, all the attention his 19-year-old candidate is getting in uh, in the recent by-election, of course, in which uh, Sam Oosterhoff uh, got rid of the party president. They, he just he took them all down and just simply outworked them all, and did so uh, largely supported by a social conservative campaign. We'll talk about that and. The latest uh, liberal allegation, the latest liberal situations with bribery, all uh, as well with Peter Grave, political science professor, at McMaster University. He is with us now. Hello, Peter. How are you today? Great, thanks. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We always appreciate this. Is Patrick Brown muzzling his newest candidate? Uh, yeah, I suspect he is, or at least uh, probably trying to impose a certain amount of message discipline, or ensuring that it's going to be there, so that it's a kind of by-election campaign that he wants. Uh, is that good or bad? Uh, well, I guess it depends on where you're sitting. Uh, I mean, if you're the leader of a political party, uh, you want to make sure that uh, your message is consistent, because once it begins getting frittered all over the place, uh, it's really hard to know what you stand for. So, I mean, presumably, uh, for being an effective political party, uh, you expect that kind of... Uh, uh, muzzling, if you like, or message discipline. Uh, if you see parties as places where citizens can make a difference by, uh, you know, setting policy debates, then you actually want a bit more diversity in views, and you probably do feel that parts of uh, the Conservative Party uh, aren't getting a chance to air their views. Uh, Patrick Brown, of course, had one position on uh, sex ed, and then said after further consultation, uh, he realized where that was rooted, and then decided to leave it as it is. Uh, should a candidate be promising something that goes against the leader and something he's already stated? I mean, he did flip-flop on it, no two ways about it, but it's also he's made himself clear where he stands now and has been for some time. Uh, yeah, I mean, the flip-flop was so outrageous that you can imagine that, uh, you know, from one day to the next almost, uh, taking opposite positions, that you can see that it would be unpopular within the party, but it certainly difficult for a candidate uh, to run for the nomination saying they're going to stand for something when it's quite clear that the party's position is something quite different. Uh, you know, and so that causes some problems for the, the Conservative Party uh, because they don't want to be running on what uh, Mr. Oosterhoff seems to think should be the sex ed curriculum. They have their own view. Yeah, in that context, it's really up to the candidate to find a way to rally to the party position uh, if they're going to run under a party banner. Where does this leave uh, the candidate now that it appears that he ran on a different platform than what his boss does? Uh, well, I mean, it really leaves him uh, to say, uh, I, I'm now going to stand behind the party uh, platform. It leaves him in the difficult position, ultimately, of uh, betraying the people who brought him to the nomination uh, if he's going to be an effective candidate. In a sense, he promised them something that he couldn't deliver. Uh or, I mean, presumably, uh, he could decide to step down from the nomination himself. So, I mean, I think it leaves him in a difficult position. I mean, more to the point, uh, it's been a week of bad news for Patrick Brown. I mean, this was uh, going to be pretty much a slam-dunk election for the Conservative Party there. I suspect it still is, more or less. Uh, but rather than it being a chance to hammer the win liberals about uh, particular issues, and particularly energy prices, uh, he spent the past week and a half playing defense and really reminding all Ontarians that 
uh, his position on the sex ed curriculum seems to be more opportunistic than based in any kind of sound set of principle. Uh, is that Patrick Brown or Oosterhoff? Uh, I'd say it's probably Patrick Brown. I mean, uh, there's a conservative case to be made uh, for Patrick Brown's position, right, that, uh, you know, in the modern world, kids need access to uh, sex education, and the, the kinds of education being promised aren't really that different from the ones uh, Ontarians have been getting for the past quarter century. I mean, I don't think it's hard to make that point, but it's harder to make that point after you spend a lot of time talking about how somehow this was a radical and improper shift in parents' roles that are being taken away from them and so forth. And I think that's where Patrick Brown's problem is, is that Ontarians have sort of seen him not really have a firm uh, argument behind it, but uh, a tendency to shift with the winds. And, and this is being uh, rem- put back in their minds by this case, where you have someone in the base of the Conservative Party saying, well, I remember this other Patrick Brown from six months ago. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.